These tools are for you to use. Hey, I'm Dave Marr. Welcome to This Is Your Afterlife, the podcast where I talk to artists and activists about death and life. My guest this week is Drennan Quinn. Drennan, my best friend, my the first real comedy friend I made when I started doing comedy in Chicago in 2008. So yeah, we, we catch up. We talk a little bit about the pandemic. We talk a lot about death and about memories and about Chicago and about moving and about growing up. So I'm excited for you to hear this. Drennan has a podcast that is very different from this podcast. As good of friends as we are, our, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say our, our styles are, are totally distinct. We definitely have a, a vibe when we get going together, but I've definitely branched into the direct comedy from my life mode. And he is definitely pushing the weirdo goofball absurdist stuff as much as possible. So he to that point, he has a podcast called America's Greatest Rock Band. It's very stupid. And I say that with the utmost respect. And it's very funny. And you should check it out. You can check it out at the link in the show notes, as well as follow Drennan, as well as follow me, as well as sign up for my newsletter, Hella Immaculate, where I continue the conversations that we have in this podcast. It's kind of like an existential alt-weekly sort of thing. You can sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash Dave Marr, to get the extended episode every week, and plenty of other bonuses, playlists, live events, all sorts of stuff. Along those lines, I want to thank Kurt Chang, Katie Llewellyn, Susie Carroll, and Fred Fidoa, my pigeon-level subscribers on Patreon. Thank you all so much. And other than that, if you like the show, please subscribe to it. Give it a rating. Give it a review. If you're, well, we all got extra time these days. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm overgeneralizing. I, I have extra time these days. So, you know, maybe I should just be writing the reviews myself. Maybe, but what I'm suggesting is I, that I'm an everyman of sorts. And I think you might also have a little bit of extra time these days. Do you take your phone to the toilet? Do you shit while you're looking at your phone? Then when you're doing that, just go to the podcast and write a review on the review, the podcast review app. And that'll be great. So with all that said, please enjoy this interview, this conversation, this episode of This Is Your Afterlife featuring the one, the only, Drennan Quinn. I grab your whip and take it back to Chi-Town. When I'm in Chi-Town, I treat it like it's I would like for you to paint your hell. Okay. If if a real hell existed and it was custom tailored to you, what mm-hmm. would it be? Um <laughs> uh being stuck in um you know, maybe maybe I'm like at a party and the only people that i seem to bump into are like polite acquaintances um that aren't my friends and um they are very talkative 
and I'm trying to wrap it up and get to the room that my friends are in. And um, I just keep bumping into uh, polite, inoffensive, but entirely benign acquaintances. But not people you hate. No. Why not? Why why are benign acquaintances so much be- so much worse than people you like? Because I, I feel like if people I hate, I feel like it, there's something interesting there. But like people who are just like kind of like, hey, how how you doing? Oh yeah, it's a fun party, right? Okay, yeah, I haven't this, been to a party in a while. This brings up an int- yeah, <laughs> God, uh, that I feel like I just got like pre deja vu um, <laughs> of what's gonna happen in like six months but how do you know the host (laughs) this brings up a weird thing that i feel like is why you didn't answer people you hate because you're capable of getting a lot of entertainment value out of um negative social (laughs) interactions or but honestly even mundane ones so i'm a little bit surprised that it's people you don't know but i guess if you didn't, I'm talking about audience. the people who don't give you nothing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like like a bad guy, I'll give you something. But if you, but you, I've seen you stretch really mundane, annoying, bo- or, or like nothing interactions. But it's only when I'm there or when <laughs> yeah. like other people are there. So if you don't have an, if if you don't have a an audience, sure. That yeah, I, maybe maybe that's it. But do you do that? Do you wind people up? like just for your own amusement when there's no audience? I guess I have. Really? Yeah. Do you still do that? Do you feel like that's some shit you like still do or still would do or has it faded? I feel, I feel like I probably would. I mean, I haven't thought about it in a long time, but I haven't really, you know, I haven't been in a situation where I can just talk to strangers. Right. Um, But you know, I, 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 you know, I, um, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll engage, you know, are you are you flashing to any specific memories right now? Um what do you mean? Like are when you're when you're thinking when we're talking about these moments, are there like highlight reels of these moments that pass through <laughs> your head? Yeah, I get yeah, I guess. Um I mean I, you know, they what was the the guy that we saw at the improv festival yes that's the one dude the del close marathon the guy who oh but that was different than the guy waiting in line at the at the impound lot right the guy in the impound lot was the one with the (laughs) voice right (laughs) (laughs) the guy guy at the impound lot was the one with the mickey mouse voice the guy at the at the i didn't see no sign (laughs) at the at del close marathon was the one who was just obsessed with the the recipe for jungle juice and you made him he made you made him tell you all the different things that could go into jungle juice yeah and he was he was in a improv group called it was like jesus christ fuck fucker star or (laughs) something right maybe i don't know but he he was like a john worster character Right, right, right. He was telling us how he how funny his show was and how they the the light guy like fucked it up because the like I pulled it too early or something, and he was like, and all the all the the whole crew was 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 busted up. Like I don't think he said the crew was busted up. I think that's a John Worcesterism. Yeah, but I think that was the intent. Yeah, yeah, that was the gist of what he was saying. 
And you remember Donald Glover walking by? Yeah. And yeah. him being a real weirdo about yeah. pretending. Donald Glover. But then turning away as soon as he said Donald Glover's name as yeah. if he didn't say it. And then you were trying to. He's <laughs> yeah. This was the ultimate. He's he said that that was the seventh celebrity interaction he'd had, and you 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 asked him to name the other six, and he literally just went down through talking about meeting Brian Posehn, and I was like, that's when I it was too much for me, and I was like, God damn it, dude! Like I don't want to hear this guy, and you're just loving this guy going. Well, I met Brian Posehn when I was at uh, <laughs> this festival, and actually, he came to my theater, and you were just, like, I don't know. Uh, so it's interesting because that is a type of hell for me and for many people. Yeah, but but it's it's like if they're too, if they're not annoying enough, they're like a smooth rock, and and there's nothing. You can't ever get a grip on them and you can't get any entertainment out of them or something. Yeah. Yeah. I can. Or if, you know, if it's like a situation where, yeah, like, you know, maybe I'm not with a friend who I'm ha- you know, having a laugh with or whatever at the expense of this person who's willing to just <laughs> answer any question when prompted. What do you hope happens when you die? Um, yeah, I think, you know, um, people remember you. Uh, your friends and loved ones will probably um, say nice things about you. And, um, you know, they, they, they think of you often. Okay. What do you hope happens if you could? Oh yeah. What do I? Okay. If you could have Um, exactly what you would want, would you dare not even dream to want? Um. You come right back. You know. Yeah. You 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 pop into heaven. You go hey, and then. and then they're like, oh, right that way. And then you go, all right, see you later. And it's like the gif of Grandpa Simpson walking into the saloon and Bart's working and he takes off his hat and sees Bart and puts his hat back on and walks right back out the door. <laughs> okay. So, and then wait, but where do you end up? They're right back. Right back where? Like right, right back? back like, I don't know. If you died at 85, right back at 85 or right back? Oh, no, 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 no. You're right back on earth. You got a fresh start. Oh, okay. You're a brand Not new baby. Brand new baby. Okay. Reincarnation style. Yeah, reincarnation style. Okay. Would you, if you had to choose right after this, mm-hmm. what would you want to, how would you want to get reincarnated? If you could like shape um, that life a little bit. Yeah. How, how, yeah, sure. Okay. Um. You know, probably like, a, probably like a rich guy's kid. Okay. Rich how? What do you get rich off of? Um, don't care. Okay. Old money. Okay. Okay. Rich guy's kid. What do you do yeah. as rich guy's kid? What kind of rich guy's kid? Are you going to be like rich guy's kid with a conscience or like, or just filthy fucking evil rich guy's kid? I'm going to try no conscience. Okay. Yeah. 
how long do you think that would last until you legitimately started to feel bad about yourself? I think probably longer than like earth. <laughs> longer than earth lasts. Yeah. You're telling me the dude who <laughs> is so principled that he gets in Facebook fights with people about inequality would um, would would let the I earth... would love to come back as somebody who doesn't care. Oh, you oh that would be part of it is hoping that you didn't care about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. What if you what if you couldn't shake that part though? What if you still had the conscience but yeah, you were probably. given access to the trappings of a, just a total fucker? Yeah, I don't, what do you do? Yeah, I don't know. You know. How does um how does a good fucker act? Well, it's almost like more responsibility probably, right? You probably have to yeah. like take it on your back to try to tear the whole fucking system down from the inside. Yeah. Or like at the very least, you know, start like you know, looking up all the people your family effed over and start like sending them checks. Yeah, I mean Yeah, if you just went that route, you could be just sending out checks your whole yeah, it's an checks your whole life. It, it feels like a very actuarial approach to correcting evil. Just like keeping tabs on your dad's books. Yeah, and, just and like, like, oh, I did this. I need to pay for that. <laughs> this is an IOU. Yeah, like you literally get bills, like, you mm-hmm. know, a, a bill of that comes due. I, I mean. But so clearly when it comes to what you do believe, it's the <laughs> it's the we're bugs theory yeah i get you know yeah i think so we don't matter we're small well it's not you know i don't think it's you know not so much that you don't matter but right you know it's just it's all i mean you matter the way that like you know trees matter or bees matter or you know Probably worse than that, actually. Probably less probably a little that. less than bees. Probably yeah. less than bees. Yeah, bees yeah. Are pretty important. <laughs> bees. Are, it turns out bees are kind of trees Tur- too, turns actually. out bees are pretty. Yeah, yeah, trees are pretty good too. Yeah, probably so it's somewhere trees, between bees <laughs> and me. Trees, bees, and me. Yeah, but did you all like? Did you suspect that always since a kid? Because didn't you grow up Catholic? No, not Catholic. Uh, Presbyterian. Oh, okay. That's kind of like a sane polite society sort of one like not too extreme yeah yeah it's like be cool yeah everybody be cool to each other family oriented potluck oriented sort of thing yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. okay but but you grow up with i mean is there a concept of heaven and hell of afterlife of eternal anything i think the most it was ever like spelled out or the, like, like, like the most, like, I'm trying to think of the word to describe it. The, uh, I, the clearest I ever heard anybody describe heaven was a, uh, youth group leader who said it was the absence of Jesus in your life was hell. And that heaven is the presence of Jesus in your life. And so I think without, I, you know, I, 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 I kind of, 
either think of it as like um there's kind of there's a feeling you know there's like there's like there's like a, a physical uh feeling that you get from like experiencing the emotion of love and uh it, there's not really anything else that feels like that and it's um it's like a personal kind of connection thing and i think of that as being like kind of the height of like human experience and i think um you know to the extent that there's something beyond that i think it's probably just like maybe there's some kind of energy or uh uh vibe that feels like that <laughs> uh you know that that you can like be a part of and like a kind of experience nature you know it's like kind of it's kind of a natural like kind of vibe that you can get and you know i think that if there's like uh um i i i i I guess i associate that with like what people assign to like um faith in jesus or you know faith in like um what what you get from religion is like that kind of like feeling maybe i don't know I don't know. I guess I, I, I wait. I are you talking I'm, about afterlife, talking or about. are you saying the value of having those beliefs at all? You you get what those people get from religion by imagining this stuff, or you think that after, if there is anything after that, you could actually believe in instead of just conjecture or hope for, it would be this energy thing. Yeah, I guess that's like, um, I think, I think you just kind of become part of that. I think okay. that like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think that there's just like, uh, there's a, there's, there's a, there's a very like, uh, um, compelling, uh, maybe romanticized idea of like living and then being part of like everything else that's living. And that, like, you kind of go on living in that sense um, because you're, like, you're, you know, you're back to the earth and you're, like, recycling material and energy. And um, I, 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 guess, I guess that's kind of, like, what I – that's, like, best case scenario of what I believe. Right, 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 right. I guess but did you – but did you grow up with heaven and hell – and I guess, like, okay. yeah. But so it doesn't sound like there was ever like a loss of faith moment where you're like, oh, now I'm turning away from this. It was more like a crystallizing of just the kind of uh, whatever into like probably not. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think like <laughs> I, I went on a mission trip to Mexico in 10th grade with a youth group uh, of a church I've been going to since I was a kid with a bunch of kids that I had known since I was a little kid. And, you know, we were all like 15 and um, we were building a church in Mexico with like, there was like a handful of other youth groups there from kind of like all over the country, I guess. And uh, I remember we were sitting out, it was beautiful. And like, we, we slept in hammocks and we were like, 
cactuses all around and like wild iguanas and these trees and these wild sunsets. It was like really cool. And um, I was with my friend Julie, who I'd known for forever, and she was super cool. And I like I, I really like admired Julie. And um, and she was like, "You don't believe in this bullshit, right?" And I was like, "What?" And she was like, "All this like God stuff." And I was like, "Huh?" I never really like questioned it. And I was like, "Yeah, I guess it is kind of silly, huh?" And she was like, "Yeah, it's stupid." And I was like, "Huh." <laughs> And <laughs> that's crazy. She broke yeah. your whole unquestioned faith by just going, This is kind of bullshit, huh? Yeah, kinda. The most that this podcast is rooted in my last show, the Feed Wolf Ice Cream show, mm-hmm. is there's a there's a part in that show where I make this kind mm-hmm. of like proposal that in the afterlife everyone gets to fully relive one memory. Okay. So it's not that the rest of your memories are wiped. It's not that you're Mm -hmm. stuck in it. It's just like a room you can pop into whenever you want. You get to fully drop down into the like bodily experience of this one memory, but you can only choose one. Mm -hmm. If that were the case, what memory would you choose? You know, I, there was a, um, uh, I was biking home from work in Chicago when I was living in Chicago. Um, and they had that free summer concert series uh, where they would have like bands come and play at the, uh, that pavilion um, downtown. Is that called down? Yeah. What's that Grant called? Park millennium park. Yeah. What's, what's the pavilion Pritzker pavilion. Yeah. Pritzker pavilion. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Bonnie Prince Billy was playing. And I like, I, I, I busted out of work. I think I work, I left work a little early uh, so I could get down there and Where were you he like finished. Yeah. I was at Groupon and um, he, uh, he finished like right around sunset and I was biking just like along the path. And it was like, it was probably, it must've been June cause they were doing the concert series, but it like, wasn't terribly hot out. It was like perfect weather. And um I remember biking down the path. It was like a really beautiful day. And oh, I have like a side path. Yeah. Like for, yeah, 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 yeah. Lake shore. Um, it was great. Uh, you were biking very, to, very nice. to get there. I was, yeah, I was biking uptown, um, leaving, leaving the, uh, concert. Okay. And you were by yourself by myself. Yeah. So, wow. So you just went after work during, it sounds like probably those were like during weekdays, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just like, like a Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay. Some random Tuesday or Wednesday you bike down there. Do you, you catch the whole set mm-hmm. and then it was just the feeling that you had biking home along yeah. the lake. Going it was like particularly up. pretty. And I, you know, I just like, you know, being, being outside and the, um, you know, like, like being on a bike in Chicago in the spring when the weather's nice is like, uh, I mean, I guess it was the summer, but, um, it just, it was, uh, it was, a, a a very special feeling. Uh, and that's, 
one example of it, I guess. I really yeah. enjoy, I really miss like biking around Chicago. You didn't really bike when you moved to New York, did you? I did. Yeah. I, I still biked in Brooklyn, but I didn't do it. Um, I, I, I would, I would, I would just walk more. I, I kind of walked everywhere in Brooklyn. How was this early? No, if you were a Groupon, this would have been like kind of in the middle or yeah, end of your like Chicago tenure. 2011, 2012-ish probably. Okay. So was it a feeling of like, this is my city or? Um, I don't know if it was that as such. It just felt like, you know, I felt like I, like, uh, you know, things just felt like, right. You know, just say it was like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know how to describe it other than it was just, um, really pleasant. What's your coma in the sense of, (laughs) I I got you covered. I'm going to, I'm going to, of, I, I mean, you know, very well that I went into this coma and yeah. And then after, you know, in, in some ways, this is a crazy thing too, dude, is like, there's still I was thinking about this. I'm like, dude, I don't feel, I feel like my life has changed in a lot of ways that people who I consider still among my very best friends, you included, are just like not aware of. I'm like, these dudes all moved to New York as I was like mostly becoming less of a mess. And like, Mm -hmm. and because, because I've had friends of yours who I only met after you all had moved to New York who are like trying to joke with me about like, about like, hey, yeah, you'd probably like scream at that guy if that happened. And I'm like, like, I know the you that you're talking about, but no, I actually wouldn't scream at that guy right now. Um, But anyway, the point being some event, big or small, can can be mundane, where before you were one person and after you were another, or maybe just a layer was peeled away, but something kind of shifted. Sure. Um, I guess probably like moving from Atlanta to Chicago uh, was like a a transitional, at least, at least I feel like um, I grew up a little. I like, I, I feel like I was like a pretty like immature, maybe like bratty, uh, you know, to, to the extent that my friends who I had at the time that I still have would like confirm or deny that. I don't know, but I feel like, you know, I, 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 I hear, you know, I'll go back to Atlanta and be out with friends and I'll be like, Oh dude, you remember that time? You like, you know, blah, blah, blah. What is and it? What's I, the, what's the, your version of, you know, of like, like, yeah, we, you know, we used to like, <laughs> we'd like uh, go to CVS and get like three bags of like water balloons and then fill them all up. And like, we'd have like a hundred water balloons in a, in our car and we just drive around and throw water balloons at people like walking on the street, uh, other cars. Um, and, you know, before like we'd get chased around, you know, like the cars would get pissed and they were like, 
try and try and catch up to us and you know we would have to do like evasive maneuvers to like lose these angry people and we thought it was so funny and i look back and it's like that's so mean and um i mean it's funny too it is funny (laughs) it is it is is funny but i would not do it it's a real fine line with teen pranks man it's like 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 unscrewing a stop sign from an intersection like that's probably too far but like throwing some water balloons at people like that doesn't feel like maybe if they were piss you know yeah um yeah i mean just see but shit like that like you know they're just like a little fucking around dude i was (laughs) yeah i went to uh, did you did you know girl talk yeah 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 this dude who you know i kind of butted heads with he was like a dj in atlanta um had booked girl talk to play this like little club and i i drank too much and i was like having too much fun and during girl talk i was like standing i was standing next to the bar like trying to order a drink it was like packed and i saw this dude who i like i liked but i don't i don't even know that he knew me that well i don't even know that we knew each other that well and i was like dude check this out and he was like do not do this and i <laughs> pulled there was like a mounted you know it was like a fire extinguisher like mounted on the wall and i pulled the pin out and just squeezed it and it like the hose went like <sighs> And like white dust just went flying out <laughs> everywhere, and and I just like and like the, everybody who was standing there was like immediately it was like a cloud, you know, it was like ninja vanish. So I kind of like right. tipped, like ducked out. But like yeah. I didn't know one fire extinguisher stuff sets off a fire alarm, <laughs> and two, if a fire alarm goes off in a bar, they have to like clear the bar and the fire department has to come and like make sure there's not a fire and like the business has to pay for that. Yeah. And um, I thought like I snuck out of there, but like, you know, it was, you know, it was like maybe 30 minutes later, I, all of a sudden it was like 10 people who were like, yeah, it was him. <laughs> Wait, did you have to pay for it? No, no um and i got kicked out and ended up like talking myself back in uh i convinced the door guy to like let me back in the show kept going no no but people were still hanging out the show the show got canceled for sure that the funniest part of that about that to me is that you did it all to impress a dude you kind of knew yeah like that fuck that hits that hits hard dude um but you know, I wouldn't do that again. Okay, so you moved to Chicago, and I didn't and do stuff like that. It, but intentionally, like, were you like conscious of that? You're like, I am not going to be this person. Uh, I, that's a good question. I I don't know if it was like that as much as just like wanting to, I just kind of having to start over. Like I, I had, I, I, you know, I had my best friends in Atlanta, so I didn't have, you know, it was like my best friends aren't going to like disown me because I fucked up a girl talk concert, but you know, in, in Chicago, I had to like be aware of like, oh, these people don't know me, you know, I don't, you know, want to be like a fool out the gate. 
I don't want people to think I'm a fool uh, for reasons that I can help. Yeah. And, and, but you also didn't revert to that after people got to know you. Well, yeah. Well, I think, you know, I think that that was just like, I don't mean like age, you know, I don't know, but I just, yeah, I don't know. It's also ironic that you moved to Chicago to pursue comedy and that's what made you get like more adult and responsible. Like you would think that it's like, oh, Drennan's this crazy guy. He's moved to Chicago and he's going to do even crazier stuff up there, man. Yeah. Well, I I like the Southern accent. Um, No, that's just like, yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, I guess, you know, I just think, I think it's also just a virtue of like, you know, too old to do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Did it translate when you moved to Brooklyn? Like, did that also feel like a reset in some way? Or were you like, okay, I've already kind of shored up some of these, you know, ways of being, I don't need a full reset. Yeah, I think, yeah, I don't, I don't think that, but also by the time, you know, when I moved to Brooklyn, I was 32. How old was I? 31. I guess I was 31. So, you know, it's a pretty, pretty different from like 24 to 30, you know, you're, you're, you're still in transition at 24. I feel like. I want you to kill one thing. Just one small thing in culture or everyday life that you would like to just disappear from the planet. Okay. Just like it can be anything. Yep. Okay. Um, Sure. Well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of answers that I feel like are, um, there's like necessary things that need to. Don't be a hero. Yeah. Okay. All right, good. Um, Because I don't want to say something boring, like cops or um, patriarchy. But I guess um, awesome sauce or like amaze balls. Um, I feel like, or at least like, if you say those things, then you should. There should be like a harsh penalty for that. Such as what? Such as like, um, you're not allowed to like, you're not allowed to like, um, have access to, um, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe you get like, uh, dinged on whatever kind of social credit system, okay, you know, is in place. This is a slightly futuristic world. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of my idea is a black mirror where if you say things that um are like amaze balls or um the other thing I said awesome sauce. Awesome sauce. Then, you know, you suffer for it. You suffer for it. Okay. But what what is it about the like what other phrases are there like that? And like, what is it about that specifically that's so heinous? Like, is like 
Yas Queen, does that go in there? I don't think I don't think Yas Queen is as offensive as okay. or what about like it balls. hits me in hits me in my feels. <laughs> yeah, that one sucks. Okay, so what is um, it about those that ha- what do those have in common that like Yas Queen doesn't? Yeah, well, I think I think Yas Queen is like I mean, did Amazeballs start in like a subculture that has that is like has like a legitimacy to it, and you know that it's like it's like part of like a thing that has been um, uh, culturally appropriated, I guess, uh, in a way that like Amazeballs didn't come from. You know what I mean? So you're saying like, white like, people like Yas- are out here just trying to make their own authentic <coughs> culture and you're hating on authentic well, white, white suburban. I guess it is kind of that. It feels very like inauthentic. Yeah, Whereas like, yeah. I feel like like yes, queen has roots in something and, 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 uh, you know, yes, queens, it, it's it, the, the, the people who use that, they're guilty of like using an expression that's beyond its prime, but there's nothing like inherently like, off-putting in my brain when i hear yes queen you know what i mean like like somebody says yes queen to me now i might roll my eyes but it's not like they have just said to me amazeballs is it oh that's amazeballs is is it does it feel like um does it feel like not a thing well not a thing but is it just that it's aggressively lame is it just that it's i think so it's, it it's a very like, confident. It's a very confident lame. You know okay. what I mean? I yeah. think it, maybe maybe that's what it is. And it's almost like like lame people should be more insecure. Should be like, yo, check yourself. Like, yeah, yeah. You should be. Cool. You should be. If if you're if you're susceptible to using language like that, then you should be more critical uh, in your thought before you start using <laughs> words like amaze balls. <laughs> that's the show thank you so much for listening to this is your afterlife like i said if you like the show please subscribe please take a shit and review the podcast while you take a shit subscribe to the patreon patreon.com slash dave mar follow drennan check out america's greatest rock band and i will talk to you next week impossible you can do miracles Miracles, you can do them. Have faith, you're human.